Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friend is Jimmy Rush. We recorded this last October on the porch of Hunter and Susie Owens' backyard cabin in Sydney, New South Wales. Susie, Hunter, I had such a great time hanging out with you two. Thank you so much for your hospitality and hosting all these great interviews. I miss you a lot. Get Up in the Cool is listener-supported. You might hear the occasional advertisement on this show, but listeners like you are the ones who keep it going every week. If you like Get Up in the Cool and want me to be able to keep making it, please sign up to fund the show on Patreon. Just go to getupinthecool.com and click Patreon and check out the exclusive rewards for supporting the show. I want to thank Elderly Instruments in Lansing, Michigan for sharing Get Up in the Cool online with their customers and increasing the reach of the show. Next time you need an instrument upgrade or new music gear, visit their online store at elderly.com. As always, remember to stick around for the outro, and I'll tell you how to keep up with my guest projects and performances. But first, here's my interview and jam with Jimmy Rush. Enjoy. Thank you. 
<laughs> Very good. Jimmy Rush, welcome to Get Up in the Cool. Thanks, Cameron. Great to be here, Matt. I've watched a few. Oh, very good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. We're at uh, Hunter and Susie's um, yes. cabin in their in their backyard. Hunter and Susie own. And Little uh, cabin home in the backyard, not on the hill. Not on the hill, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you live in Sydney? Yes, I do. Yeah. Oh, welcome to Australia, by the Thank way, Thank you. Cameron. It's really good to be here. And Sydney especially. My adopted hometown. Yeah. So um, you do not speak with an Australian accent. I don't. You do not. And I, I was kindly asked that when I went to North Carolina oh, yeah. last year. I was at a festival, and these people, local people, knew I was coming who had never met me. Hmm. And my friend from England, he was from London. And this guy, the first guy I met, Fishing Banjo Picker, he said... Jimmy Rush, he went, that ain't no Australian accent, you know. Yeah, yeah. Very, very good. Very good yeah. one accent, by the way. I said, well, but I said, I'm Australian, you know. Yeah. Naturalised, yeah, okay. But this guy loved the Scottish thing, and he was into it. And, whoa, mate, have you seen Braveheart and all this? And, whoa, mate, you know. I said, no, I don't want to know. I just want to play bluegrass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was cool. So did you, um, you grew up in Scotland then? I grew up in a, a city called Glasgow, dear old Familiar Glasgow town. Yeah. yeah. You been there, Carmen? No, I, no, no. I'm just, I've heard the name. I'm sure there's most towns I haven't yeah. heard of, but that's the one I know. It was a Glasgow in Kentucky, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. It, I'm, I'm, yeah was I'm, it founded by, by uh, Scottish I folks? I believe so. Yeah, probably. Yeah, huh? yeah absolutely. Yeah. All the Scots and Irish early settlers to yeah. the... Virginia and Kentucky and all them places, yeah. And they brought the music with them, too. Yeah. Is that, was traditional American music your first music that you played? Yes, I guess so, because I had three older brothers at home, and they were always bringing records in, and it was all Hank Williams mm. and stuff like that. And I, I grew up listening to all this Americana, you know. Was that popular? Yes. Um, oh, Hank absolutely. Williams and country music over absolutely. there? Yeah. Very popular hmm. in Glasgow and Scotland. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, my dad played accordion, accordion, funnily enough. He played Scottish. I tried to have it. I had a go at it, but it was the guitar, the stringed instruments. It fascinated, fascinated me when I heard them, you know, fiddles, mm. guitars, yeah. Mm. Uh, um, I just took to it. Yeah. Uh, so your brothers were bringing home records, country records, and yeah. any bluegrass. No, at that time? no, but it was mostly country. Mostly country yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I heard stuff on the ABC radio. Mm -hmm. and I always particularly remember one show. It was on on a Saturday. It was called the Old Chisholm Trail. Yeah. And I heard this guy playing guitar. Oh, man. When I heard the guitar, it just blew me away. It was an acoustic guitar, you know. How old, how old were you at the time? Uh, 14, yeah. 15, something like that. Did you have any musical experience before that? Not really, no. Yeah. No. Oh, I played mouth organ, sorry. I got a mouth organ one year for my Christmas. Did you just mean harmonica? Harmonica. Okay, very good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not correcting you, I'm just making sure that I yeah. know that, yeah, I know there's many names for it. Different Gob expressions, <laughs> absolutely. Mouth organ, yeah, harp, yep. yeah. Yep. Yeah, so, 
trying to remember. Oh, Ramblin' Jack Elliott. That was the guitar, the guy I heard on the radio. I never forgot him. He's still performing, mm. I believe, to this day. He's, he's in his 80s. And he actually made me play guitar, you know. Now, you said this was on the ABC? ABC. But it was Which an American a show. Okay, but so the, the American the, ABC? Or no, no, sorry. Uh, Which ABC? Because there's an BBC, Australian. Sorry, BBC. Man. Oh, very good. Because the ABC is the uh, I'm Australian one. Being here. Yeah. Yes, exactly. On the BBC. But yeah, it was the British, the British broadcast. Had an American yeah. show on. Very good. And, okay. Uh, occasionally you'd hear stuff like that on there out there. After hearing that, though, I, met, I was searching the dial. And yeah. I, I found the American Forces Network in Europe and oh, yeah. Germany. And. They had all sorts of shows on there, you know, yeah. bluegrass. That's where I first heard bluegrass music. And uh, it was mostly country, though. I'm a big country mm. fan. Hank Williams, I still love Hank Williams. Yeah. Music, always have, you know. Mm. Always will, yeah. And uh, I think when it got a bit poppy, country, I started leaning towards bluegrass. I could hear this yeah. fiddles and bang on yeah. it. That really sucked me in, you know. And uh, when I arrived in Sydney, funnily enough, I found the traditional bluegrass society in Sydney, and it was run by a couple called Rod and Judy Jones. Yes. And that was it. They, they, were, mm. they had a band, an old timey band. Yeah. And they invited me to join them. So I was the guitar player, and that's when it started really playing. You know, so they're specifically that, playing old time, old time and flat pick guitar. Really got into it, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Are there any? Are there any um, old time mel melody guitar players? Like, I haven't personally done much searching, but um, like that there are recordings of. No, no, not that I know. Of. So, so when you were um, playing with them, was at that point you were already a bluegrass player, right? So I was into flat picking. Right. Yeah. So how did you... Um, Still singing Hank Williams songs. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Did you have to change any of your bluegrass techniques in order to play old-timey style? Uh, keeping in, Bearing in mind that there wasn't necessarily a template for playing old-time yeah. tunes on guitar. What did yeah. you have to change? Not much, really. Because yeah. by that time, I had... Uh, I had pretty much learned a few tunes, flat picking mm -hmm. tunes like Bill Cheatham as one. Sure. Ragtime Annie got them down pat. Are those crossover into the bluegrass world? No, I've, I've, had, those... I've had bluegrass bands playing them tunes right. and old timey bands. Right. But I always noticed there was always a distinct difference yeah. between the old timey version yeah. and the bluegrass version, you know? Maybe the old timey version would be. A, but cricket is that the word? Yes. You know, it just yes. wasn't the same. Oh, caught my ear. Sure. Oh, what's that? Yeah. You know. And the girl in the band, Judy, played clawhammer banjo, and I played a bit then. Mm -hmm. So we done some duets and stuff, mm. but it was mostly guitar. Yeah. And Carter family songs and such. Yeah. So that's really started me here. Then I met a few other people who played bluegrass and flat pick guitar. There was a band here called the Flying Emus. 
Flying Emus. The Flying Emus. They were a fantastical great, name. Great. Sydney Bluegrass Band. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the guy, the leader of the band, a guy called John Kane, um, he played flat pick guitar. Mm. I learned a lot from John just watching mm. him and jamming with him. Yeah. Met, met loads of others and joined a, a little bluegrass band with a banjo player and a mandolin player. And we were called Acoustic Shop. We've been playing for, well, since I've been here, 30 odd years now. Mm. Came here in 82, 1982. And uh, yeah, I've been playing ever since, on and off, basically. Yeah. Slowing down a little bit now, you know. Uh -huh. But <laughs> still do the odd festival. I'll yeah. be playing Mountain Grass next month very good so i'll see you there i'll see you there Cameron, for sure so um this i i feel like this tune is your your newest tune obsession billy in the lowland yeah like, like this one's got like stuck in your this really in your got ear to me this tune when i heard that met you know and i was trying i was playing it to everybody that would listen to it you yeah. know you gotta hear this tune you know yeah. hunt and susie for the start yeah you know? Yeah, and what was, what was it about Billy in the Lowland that uh, stood out to you? Uh, maybe it was because I already knew the tune called Billy in the Low Ground. Yeah, right. And I thought, oh, when I had that name, I thought can't be the same tune, which it wasn't. It was in a different key for the start, right. and uh, I just liked it because it was so different, especially. Hearing it played on Clawhammer banjo, mm. and I had Ken Perlman playing it. Yes. And Alan Jabour. Yeah. Who actually, he collected songs, and he actually found that one from his mentor, as he said, uh, the fiddle player from Virginia, Henry Reed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I just liked it. You know, it just stuck in my head. I thought, I've got to learn that. I've got to. Then I had a bluegrass version of. From Very a guitar good. player doing the break, and I thought, oh, that sounds cool. Yep. Played it a lot, but the B part, I just felt it needed something, just a little bit. I think that's the folk process, isn't it? Sure. You get a tune and yeah. you do something with it. Just doesn't have to be a lot, just a little bit. Yeah. Spice it up, and you know. So that stuck with it. I like it. what you did with it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. I'm open minded. <laughs> Let me just check my tuning. Thank you. 
So, um, what's it like playing traditional American music in Australia? What's your, been your experience? Um, I've enjoyed it because uh, at first it was hard because there wasn't a lot of people playing it, you know. And I, I wanted to jam with other people, maybe yeah. maybe form a band. Yeah. But it happened eventually. Yeah. Well, was there? So you said you came over in '82. Yeah. So how was it different? The traditional American music scene different in Australia, maybe Sydney specifically, if you want, um, in '82 versus now. How have things uh, changed? Oh, dramatically, there wasn't a lot of things happening. I found the traditional bluegrass society, which meets once a month. Took it from there, and then I found that band. I heard that band called the, the Flying Emus. Yes, uh, they seemed to be doing a lot, but there wasn't a lot of festivals as such. Mm. Not as what as much as they are now, you know. And then one started up in a place called Harrietville in Victoria, which was oh. That's got to be 30-odd year mm. ago, at least, when it, when it kicked off. I think I went to the second the second one. And I'd been going every year yeah. since, you know. And met all sorts of people from everywhere, you know. Was that the one started by Rod and Judy and Janet and... Janet Deer. Yeah. Janet Deer, and wasn't there and another Nick. deer? And Nick, yes, yeah. very good, very good. That's, uh, yeah... That was just called a Harrietville Bluegrass Convention, I think they called it. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. And uh, yeah, very rarely missed that. And then all of a sudden they had an idea, let's get a band from America Uh to show the locals how how it's really done, you know, (coughs) which... Fair enough. So they've done that, and the first band they got over was, well, I played on it. I can't remember the name of them now. Um, Do you remember who was in it? Lynn Morris. Lynn Morris. The Lynn Morris Band. Hmm. I don't know if you've heard of her. No, I haven't. She's a five-string banjo player and guitar player. And, uh, yeah, that, that band came out. And the bass player was a guy called Marshall Wilborn. Uh, he was Lynn's husband. And then he did a guitar player, so Nick Deer recommended me. Oh, very good. So I played with the Lynn Morris band. It was cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, that was really good. And after that, it just oh, it just got bigger and bigger. Mm. But the main after thing, they after they brought in the Lynn Morris band, brought, yeah, yeah. And then it was like every every year. Yeah, what do you think changed? Was was it just the was it the consumers of music? Was it the international draw, or was it specifically they had something? They had some musical insight that uh, was hard to get in Australia, and so once it was brought over, people kind of caught the bug. Is that yeah, the, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The, the, it's like. The people, the audience saw. Yeah. This is the music that comes from the U.S. Yeah. of A. These are the people playing it. Listen, watch, and learn. Yeah. Simple as that, you know. 
No, I was lucky enough to get involved with it and yeah. actually play with them, you know. So, yeah, and it just took off after that. Mm. And it, uh, lots of young people took up playing guitar, mandolin, and I've watched these people growing up, you know. And there's, there's a cool band now, there are a couple of brothers called the Davidson Brothers. I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah. They, I haven't they, heard their music yet. But. They, they've played since they were kids. Mm. And, They've took off and they've been to the States and performed and all that, yeah. Very good. I just do it as a hobby. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No no serious ambitions. I just love playing, you know? Hmm. Yeah. Should we play this uh, March Winds? Hmm. Where, where's the song from? Wins. This is an old Carter family song. And uh, A.P. Carter. I just found out what his initials were. Alvin Pleasant Carter. Interesting. I, thought, I, I never knew that. And I thought, I've heard oh, the initials what forever. A pleasant yeah. name. Yeah, very good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, Alvin. <laughs> Alvin Pleasant, yeah. And apparently he adopted this. Mm. They wrote a lot of stuff, of course. <clears throat> and Alvin adopted this from an old time hen, apparently from the 1800s oh, yes. in America. Years ago, 
Good song. song. Yeah. So uh, you've gotten to go to the states a few times. Yeah. Ha- has has have both of those times been for music? Right now you're wearing a eighty um, second Old Fiddlers Convention uh, 2012 Galax Virginia hat. Were you 2017. wearing? 17. Oh, yeah. Oh, the seven's a little. Yeah. Ooh, okay. I think you should see an optician, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a it's a brown. Uh, brown cap part, but the bill is is just the loveliest camo. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, it caught my eye. Yeah. Yeah. So you've been to the states a few times. Just was that twice. The, was that the first time? No, the first time was 2011. And was that for music? Yeah, just jamming, camping around. Oh, so it wasn't a gig. It was more of like no, a. It no. was a fun. No, just vacation. A fun, yeah. Yeah. Very As cool. I said, I. I only do it as a hobby, you know, yeah. so there was no gigs or anything. Where'd, was, where'd all you go? Well, it was a friend of mine who goes every second year. Oh, yeah. And this particular, particular year, he was in here picking with Hunter and Susie, and I said, you going to the States this year, mate? I was it next year. He said, this year, do you want to come? Yeah. And I thought, yeah, well, I'm not doing anything. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So we went. The itinerary was... Grey Fox, New York City, and Hunter graciously contacted a friend, an old school friend of his, who lived in New York, mm. and asked him if he'd put us up, which he did. It was fantastic. Yeah. Up, upper Manhattan, in a penthouse. Very oh, cool. Mate, yeah. That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about up in the cool. This was up in the cool. Very mate. good. Yeah. You'd have loved it. Yeah. yeah? And uh, we went to Grey Fox. Yeah. And uh, I'm trying to think now, where did we go after that? I know we ended up in Galax for the last 10 days of that trip. It's about three weeks. We went to Preddy Fest. That was not a well-known festival in North Carolina. Mm. It was run by a guy called Rodney Preddy. P-R-E-D-D-Y. That... That is held every year, and I met some friends uh, I'd met over the years. Well, two guys in particular, Tom White from North Carolina and his friend. And his friend's not with us, uh, sadly. Kent Yarber passed away, but they came to Sydney, and mm. you know, oh, I think that would be the year Ken Perlman. Oh, was in Sydney, 1997 or something like that. 1897? <laughs> 19. 1997. <laughs> Funny. And, uh, yeah, um, these guys, I was asked to pick these guys up at the airport, Sydney Airport, which I did. And they stayed at my place. I had two small kids in. And, uh, it wasn't much room, but we, we squeezed in until we got them a place in the city. And uh, these guys became good friends over the years, mm. you know. And Tom White told us about the festival and Pretty Fest and invited us over. So we, we went to that. Then we went to Rocky Grass oh, yeah. in Colorado. Very good. I'm trying to remember what else. 
grey fox. Apparently that used to be called Winterhawk and they changed its name to Grey Fox. Hmm. Don't know why. And uh, anyway, we ended up with Galax for yeah. the last 10 days. Yeah. That was something else, man. That was that had a bit of everything. But I'll never forget the part that we came across, just walking around it, and there was a big banner up one of the tents that these guys were in picking that just said, the bee camp. Just a big letter B. Uh-huh. So well, what's that? These guys were all playing bluegrass mostly, you know. Yeah. Five string banjo. They played everything in the key of B. Oh really? And that was the B camp. Were they doing alternate tunings or not? Just playing everything in B. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the B camp. But yeah. There you go. I've never played in B. Really? <laughs> well, I've never played in like Actually, have played it tuned down to B, but it was really in right. just D low. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, interesting. So that would be something. That's as much as I can remember, Cameron. Uh, yeah, I don't think. And then went. you went to Galax uh, last we year. Then last year. Very good. That was yeah. wasn't really planned. That one, same as the last time. Somebody pulled out. Hmm. I offered to buy the ticket. I think it was a ticket for Colorado. Rocky Grass, yeah. and uh, same routine, basically the same places except Grey Fox, didn't go to Grey Fox. Yeah. But well, you went to America and you went to all the festivals I've never been to, right. and now I'm making me feel <laughs> lazy, <laughs> need, to get, need to get out more. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was cool. Yeah. I don't know, I might get back one day again, who knows. Mm. But um, yeah, I really enjoyed it, it was an eye opener, Yeah, it's really good. Uh, you know, but like some festivals, like particularly the one in Colorado, Rocky Grass, that was predominantly bluegrass. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. the Galax, that had everything. Mm. Everything. Like full on bluegrass, old timey, lots of old timey, all flat footing, clogging, and even found a campsite it was they were playing jazz it's all jazz guitar players that no, oh, yeah no, no country no just jazz mate i thought wow i had every type of That's music cool. at that festival yeah it was great hmm. really good enjoyed it i'll have to go someday yeah should we play this forky deer okay i shall kick it off i think
Nearly, <laughs> nearly got it at the end. Nearly. <laughs> have to keep practicing. Mm. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> Jimmy, uh, it was really great to have you on the show. Well, great Thank to you be so on. much. Thanks for asking. And thanks for coming all the way out here. I don't no like, exactly have a car, so yeah. No problem. So, um, anything you would like to promote? You have any albums or? I have a CD out um, by me and a friend called Nigel Lever. Uh, we, I think it was on the trip to the States, 2011. Our friend who I mentioned earlier, Tom White, he got us some studio type oh, from very a good. friend of his very in good. North Carolina. And we recorded six tracks on mm. the studio album. So on the way back home, me and Nigel thought, oh, I think we should make an album. We yeah. should add to that. Yeah. That was the idea we threw around. Let's get other musicians yeah. from Sydney, Melbourne, yeah. All the people that we know who are musicians, invite them to play on the album, and we did. Yeah. And it's, we done it, it was great. We just called it Inspired. We were inspired to do that. Mm. Hunter and Susie are actually on it oh, as very well. Oh, good. Yeah. good. Somewhere, yeah. So, and you can get that. It's, uh, if you go online to Australian Bluegrass blog there's a guy called Gregory McGrath hmm. and uh, you'll find it on there no Australian problem. bluegrass blog yeah is that like dot com dot au or something or should people oh, just search I'm that I'm not sure yeah I'll find it and I'll include yeah. it in the outro Make stick, yeah, stick around after it. the in interview yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah. that's about it so that's, uh, what's the name of the album Inspired Inspired Jimmy Rush and Nigel Lever very and good. friends. Yeah. Yeah. So. Cool. That's our little contribution. So. Well, I can't wait to hear it. Okay, Matt. Yeah. No hiding place. Again, that's uh, a Carter family song, which I heard bluegrass style from this guy. I've actually met this bloke, Bill Clifton, in the UK uh, a long time ago in the 70s. Mm. He's a big Carter family fan. And he, he made an album, but it was all bluegrass. And yeah, at the same time, he included Clara Banjo in oh, some cool. tracks, which was really cool, you know, when you hear it. I believe it was Mike Seeger that played on it. Yeah. Get some of the tracks, I'll send it to you. Yeah. It's an album from 1961. It's just called The Carter Family Memorial Album. Mm. And uh, yeah, Bill Clifton. He's the guy that done it.
If you're in Sydney this Saturday, March 2nd, Jimmy Rush is playing with the Three Jimmies at the Sydney Bluegrass and Old Time Music Get Together at the Annandale Community Center, 79 Johnston Street, Annandale. And make sure to pick up Inspired, Jimmy's album with Nigel Lever. I included the link in the show notes on your podcast app and this episode's Facebook post. If you like Get Up in the Cool and want me to keep making it, Support the show on Patreon and get some exclusive rewards. Just go to getupinthecool.com and click Patreon. Thanks again to Elderly Instruments for all your support. You can visit Elderly Instruments' online store at elderly.com. For any potential sponsors out there, I'll read ad copy for your music festival, camp, or whatever it is that you're selling. You can buy an ad spot by going to getupinthecool.com and clicking store. You'll get a dramatic discount for buying three or more. I still have some room for other old-time schools and festivals in my schedule. If anyone wants to hire me, you can reach me at getupinthecool at gmail.com. I can also teach banjo workshops and perform solo or band sets while I'm there. If you want to hang out with me twice a week, I have another podcast called Think Outside the Box Set. You can find that wherever you get your podcasts or boxset.website. That's all for now, friends. Thanks for listening. Come back same time next week to Get Up in the Cool.